this is what it is anyway. No, they're Look at the stain on my foot. They're more blisters than those. I can sleep forever. Hey, Felipe. Don't just sit there. We don't keep you around for your skills as a soldier. Play something. Sir? That's better. Now, if we can teach Rodrigo to cook, we might all survive a few more months in the Republican Army. <laughs> Although perhaps that would be a miracle too far. What is this, Commander? Rabbit? Ball? Whatever it is, Senor Newman, I'm not sure it's dead yet. I think I'd sooner eat Felipe's guitar. But then you'd miss my beautiful music. Listen. Shut up a minute. You hear that? Plane coming in from the north. This far into Republican territory? Damn it! Get that fire out quickly! Move! Move! Let's just hope they didn't spot us already. Clear night like this. They probably saw us from miles away. On your way, my nationalist friends. Nothing to see here. Bombing Is wounded. What's that noise? The trees are falling. Find your back. Go, watch out. Everyone, all right? The bomber is coming back for another path. As promised, a taste of the real Spain. Well, it can't be worse than Ricosta. I wouldn't bet on it, though, not. See, Doctor, it's night time. Patience says everything comes to she who waits. What's that over there? What's what over where? Light, coming through the trees. See? Lazy days on the beach. Flames, more like. Doctor? All the peace and quiet you can want. What's that awful noise? Someone mowing their lawn? Bob! Get back to the TARDIS! Get down! Oh, 
all the peace and quiet you could want, he says. Seconds after leaving the TARDIS and I'm nearly six feet under! We need to get back to the TARDIS! Easier said than done. Oh, I can't see a thing! <coughs> Bombs <laughs> kicking up the dirt. It's all been churned up. Well, this is a... Uh, this is a lovely holiday so far. With the doctor, I've had worse. Oh, you know what? So have I. We must need our heads examining. The Club Type 40. See the universe and run for your life. Quickly, one is turning. We need to move. Which way? Uh, over to the fires. Yes, there must be some sort of camp. And off he runs towards danger. There may be someone who needs our help. I suppose you're right. Devil are you? I'm the doctor, and these are my friends. Save it, Professor. Everyone, run! I take it that bomber is after all of you. They are nonsense. They are always after us. Why, is your guitar that bad? He's coming back. Let's keep running. The pain's banking away. Probably out of bombs. The ones he dropped were more than enough. Hey, Mel, are you all right? Oh, fine, I think. Yeah, I'm okay. Better than some. I've lost my bearings, though. Which way back to the TARDIS? I think it's that way. Those of you who can walk help those who can. We need to find shelter. But we can't just leave them, can we? Shouldn't we help? Of course we should. The TARDIS will be all right, probably. Do I hear English voices? Uh, yes. You're a long way from home, my friends. You too, mister. George Newman, The Times, reporting on the war. And how's that going for you? Journalism under fire. Can't beat it. Well, I'm glad someone's having fun. Doctor, you do realise you've managed to land us in the middle of a war? Well, a few species will keep having them. Uh, Pleased to meet you, Mr Newman. And the Doctor. And these are my friends, Ace and Mel. What are you doing here, all of you? Well, you know, just passing through. The tourists. In a way. Who's the captain? Well, that, madam, is Juan Romero, Republican hero and man of the people. Yeah, I can tell he's popular on account of how someone's trying to blow him up. I've been stationed with him and his men for the last few weeks. Up until now, things had been rather quiet. We must be bad luck. What war is this, anyway? What war? The Spanish Civil War, obviously. Oh, obviously. You said you were passing through? We were heading towards the, um, uh, the town. Uh, Farisa? A small place, I don't know it. We'll be heading there ourselves now, I suspect, given we've got so many wounded. This part of the coast is mainly Republican, but Romero prefers to camp in the open. Any town or village becomes a target if we enter it. Best not to draw civilians into the fight, if possible. Quite right. You said you were a doctor. I have wounded men. I'll help if I can. It probably sounds mad, but it's almost a relief to have Franco's boys take a pop at us. It does sound mad, yes. People are dead. I'm fully aware of that, miss. They were my friends after all. I meant... After a while, the quiet makes you nervous. You know the attack will come sooner or later, but waiting for it is torture. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to sound rude. No offence taken. It must be hard for a woman to understand. I beg your pardon? Well, you know, war and fighting. It's man's business. 
battlefield's no place for a woman. What did you say? Uh, present company accepted. Don't add to the casualties, Ace. We've enough on our hands as it is. Hey, most of your men are safe to move, Commander. I'll do what I can when we get to Forissa. Thank you, Doctor. Fascinating. The bombings exposed a whole network of caves. They must run all the way through the hillside. I wonder how deep they are. Oh, pass me that stone. Deep. Deep enough. I lost a good man down there. Yes, yeah, sorry. Insensitive of me. Without war, who has time for sensitivity? Every life is precious. Every death a crime. What was his name? The man you lost? Felipe. We grew up in the same village. Played together. Fished together. Killed together. We choose what to remember and what to forget. That's our right. Then I'll remember the fishing. And his guitar playing. Ah, yes, I, I noticed the guitar. Before all this, he was a musician? In a fair world, that's all he would have been. Oh, to live in a fair world. Some of us are trying to do just that. We need to move. Before I have other old friends to move. It's you. Do you like bruises or something? No. Because I thought you'd come over to check if I could keep the pace, seeing as I'm a woman. You're an unusual one, that's for sure. Ha, you're just asking for trouble now. Trouble doesn't bother me. I've had my fair share of it over here. As a reporter, typewriter fights back, does it? Yes. Well, uh, to tell you the truth, we're not supposed to get involved in the fighting. It's frowned upon. But I've always found it hard not to get involved. Yeah. I know what you mean. A reporter must stay objective. Or so my editor tells me. But when you're marching with good men, when the bullets start to fly, well, you can't just sit on your hands and hide behind your press credentials. Even when it's not your war? Well, isn't it? I mean, just because I didn't grow up here, am I supposed to be blind to my principles? I'm here. I've taken sides. It's, it's my war, right enough. And if the side you picked starts to lose, what do you do then? Republicans are already losing. They sued for peace back in May, but Franco is having none of it. He knew he could press his advantage home. So they keep fighting. To the last man, probably. That's the cost of principles. OK. 
taste of the real Spain. A taste of the real Spain in the winter of 1938, certainly. Uh, I'm sorry I brought you here, Mel. I remember how it used to be with you. History hurts. It can do, yes. It can also inspire an opportunity to meet the guiding lights of human experience. Like Juan Romero? Uh, possibly. Have you heard of him? No. Well, that doesn't bode well. Well, we can't all be famous. Even the footnotes are inspiring sometimes. He seems a good man. In war. Is there such a thing? Isn't that a bit rich coming from you? Oh, I wouldn't say I was a good man either. Just another misguided fool trying his best. His men seem devoted to him, certainly. Yes, poor man. I hope his shoulders are broad enough to take the weight. Brave heart, my friend. Not far now. Soon will be safe and sound. <sighs> if only... If only. What exactly do you know? Future. That's the trouble with history. It's already been written. The Republicans lose, you mean? Yes, they do. Badly. And here we are. Getting involved, as always. As always. coming. Ask not for whom the bell tolls, Commander. Hopefully we'll be welcome. And if not... I have wounded, Doctor, and we've lost a lot of supplies. So, you won't take no for an answer? Well, yes. Let's hope we are welcomed then. Hello. I'm Juan Romero of the People's Republican Army. I have many need of shelter. And just beyond the gates there, somebody's coming out. They're sending people rather than bullets. I suppose that bodes well. Hello. Who's this, then? If it's a welcoming committee, it doesn't look too threatening. It's wearing pyjamas. I am Antonio Ruiz Ferrando, mayor of Farisa. Juan Romero, your reputation precedes you. Is that a good thing? In Republican territory? You'd hope so. I suppose we'll find out in a minute. Senor Ferrando, I apologize for disturbing the peace of your town and dragging you from your bed. The bombs already did that. Lighting up the mountains like Fiesta Day. They took us by surprise. It's not normal to have enemy planes this deep in friendly territory. The tide is turning, I fear. The nationalists are growing bolder. We'll have to see what we can do about that. But first, we need to gather our strength. The attack took its toll. Several of my men were wounded. We don't have much, but we'll share it nonetheless. Tell your troops to enter with a blessing. Thank you. We won't outstay our welcome. Our town is at your disposal. Nonetheless, we will leave as soon as we can. I have no wish to make you a target. <laughs> Let us be honest with one another. You already have, my friend. These days, nowhere is safe. And tonight, Farisa has learned that only too well.
townspeople, Doctor, peering out from behind their doors and windows. They're terrified. Not of the soldiers, but what the soldiers may bring. They should be safe. The Nationalists don't make a habit of bombing towns this close to Valencia. They have bigger targets there. Oh, tell that to the bloke who was dropping the bombs earlier. Honestly, it's rare. Franco is still trying to curry favour with the common man. This is a war fought with propaganda as much as bombs. For their sake, I hope you're right. For all our sakes. Space is limited, but we can fit your men in the church. We'd be happy just camping in the square. The least we can offer is a roof. We have a little more space in the town hall, if this isn't enough. But this is God's house. It should be a place of refuge. Perhaps the wounded can be billeted in the town hall. It says, well, they have their own space so that... Um... So that their cries don't disturb the rest of your men? I may just be a small town official, Signor Romero, but I'm not entirely fragile. I meant no disrespect. I'm no stranger to death. I lost my son to the war. He died in Galicia. My condolences. Thank you. So, you understand when I say that what I'm doing is not kindness. It's duty. I may not be fighting in the war, but I will do what I can. If we clear the pews, there should be room for your men to bed down. This is luxury compared to our usual camp, I assure you. I'll let my men clear the space. Jorge, Daniel, gather a party to shift the furniture. Carefully remember we are guests. No, if you will forgive me, I will return to my bed. Of course. Sleep well. I will try, but seldom do. That's it. Get it all right back. Jorge. Let's have the field radio set up at the back. Once we're clear, you can call in our position. Shouldn't we be helping clear the place? They can manage. Best not to interfere in history. Especially when it involves heavy lifting. Yes, especially then. So let me see if I've got this straight. A few years ago, a group of Conservative generals declared a coup on the democratic government. Under the leadership of José San Jujo. Yes. Hang on. I thought they were led by Franco. San Jujo died in a plane crash, returning from exile. He was carrying too much luggage. Luggage? It was a small plane. It couldn't take the weight. So, why did he pack it all? He said it was important to look impressive when he took power. Ha! Huh. Death by vanity. Right. Even dictators like a nice suit. So then Franco took over? Yes. 
But what are they actually fighting about? The usual, politics and religion. The Nationalists believed the Republicans were destabilising the country, eradicating Catholic values, flirting with communism, blah, blah, blah. And the Republicans? The Republicans believed a country should be run democratically, fairer hours for the working man, a move towards secular government. So the Republicans are the good guys? In war, there's no such thing. They've both committed their share of atrocities. But they're better than the Nationalists. Perhaps. It doesn't matter anyway, right? The Nationalists win. The Battle of the Ebro River has just been fought. Tens of thousands of dead on both sides. It was the deciding battle. The Republicans never recovered. They were on the run. Withdrawing to their safe territories, yes. In a few months, those territories will fall. Catalonia, Tarragona, Barcelona. Valencia? One of the very last to fall. The Republicans will once more try and negotiate a peace, but Franco will only accept an unconditional surrender. And they give it to him. What choice will they have? And what happens then to people like Romero? Some escape to other countries. Many are executed. At least 30,000. 30,000? At least. It depends on who you believe. The other estimates creep as high as 200,000. That's... War, Mel. And Franco takes over Spain. And rules it for 36 years. Until his death in 1975. Oh, worked out quite well for him, then. Oh, yes. So there's no point in anything Romero and his men do? Of course there's a point. We all have to die someday. It's how we live that matters. On the subject of which, I'm going to see what I can do about the wounded. And what do you want us to do? Whatever you like. Just be careful. my front door on all of the world's troubles and to keep it closed. Alfredo, my boy, why will you never hang straight? <laughs> Blame Dolores. Huh, son? She never puts the pictures back properly after she cleans. <clears throat> or Perhaps it's just the weight of your medals, huh? Pulling you down to one side. Much good they did you. The war has come knocking on our door. Juan Romero, the hero, the living legend. One of the lucky ones. One of the few still alive. But for how long? I wonder. How long for any of us? They're winning, Alfredo. In fact, they've probably already won. The rest of us just haven't had the common sense to lie down and die yet. So what was the point? What was any of it for? No hero's death for any of us, my son. Just names on a ledger. Enemies of the state. To hell with us all. Uh, 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 uh. 
peace now. Run away to dream. Yes, that's it. Sleep. The best thing. Doctor, how are my men? Malnourished, fatigued, on the brink of collapse. And as for the wounded... The war takes its toll. Indeed. I've done what I can. Not enough. I haven't the facilities to do more than be kind. Sadly, kindness doesn't heal third-degree burns. I appreciate your efforts, as I'm sure do they. I wish I could help more. I know. I can see it in your eyes. You wear your heart on your sleeve, Doctor. Few would agree with you there. Perhaps they didn't trouble themselves to look deeply enough. Or perhaps they look deeper. You should be resting. I should, but I can't sleep. It won't kill me. Don't be so sure. When I die, Doctor, it'll be from something considerably more painful than tiredness. What were you and your friends doing on the mountainside? Running for our lives, the same as you. Perhaps. Oh, don't worry, Doctor. I don't think you're my enemy. But you're not with the Republican army either, are you? I'm not with anyone's army. A pacifist? It's a noble ideal. Indeed. I wish we lived in a world where one could afford to hold it. Good night, Doctor. And thank you again for your help. Follow your own advice and get some sleep. I've never been very good at that. Following your own advice or sleeping? Yes. Good night. <laughs> good night. I'm sorry? I've just been talking to your friend, the doctor. Confused yet? He's a strange one for sure. A pacifist. That's strange? Uh, that's not what I meant. Though, in a time of war... Surely that's when pacifism comes to the fore. You and Ace. You're a pacifist too. Oh, I don't know. Ace wouldn't say so. She... She seems to have a fire in her. Well, that's one way of putting it. And you? I'm lucky. I've never had to decide one way or the other. Not really. Even now? Lucky indeed. I've, um... I've only just arrived in Spain. Besides, life doesn't allow us to be all one thing or another, does it? I'm a soldier. Nothing more. I don't believe it. What did you do before the war? I was a farmer. Well, there you go, then. You still are, deep down. One day you'll go back to growing things again. You really believe that? I'd like to. 
so would I. But in the meantime, I'll carry on being a soldier. What was that? Stay here. Fat chance. A taste of the real Spain. Shame it's so bitter. Hello. Are you all right? Clearly not. It's all right. Uh, let me help. Flippy, is that you? You look... Not entirely human. I, I don't recognise the species. Uh, but then, you seem to have so many. Uh, there's no need to attack me. I'm happy to help. Probably. Uh, what are you? Insect? Avian? Reptilian? You have a lot of rather contradictory genes. And a gun. Oh, how disappointing. Look, let's talk. There's really no need to... I wasn't shooting at you. I didn't know you were the one doing the shooting. Uh, did you have to? I think you killed it. It was trying to kill you. That didn't merit a death sentence. The universe would be a rather empty place if it did. The commander saved your life, Doctor. Yes, probably. Thank you. Don't mention it. What was that thing anyway? I've no idea. To begin with, it looked like... Philippe. The guitar player? It can't have been. I certainly doesn't look like him now. Doctor! I'm fine, Ace! Don't fuss! Good Lord! What kind of creature is that? Precisely what we'd all like to know, Mr. Newman. Are those wings? It's like a giant bat! What's going on? What's all the noise? Mother of God! What is it? Dragon? Your guess is as good as ours, Mr. Mayor. Keep back, everyone! We don't know if it's... It's trying to fly off! It's amazing! Out of my way! No, Commander! Stop shooting! No choice. I'm out of bullets. It's glowing. Hellfire. Hardly. Keep back. Doctor! I don't believe it. It's changed. It looks like... But how can it be? Why do people never listen? Doctor, you're all right. I'm fine. Someone check the mayor. 
The blast caught him more than me. Fernando. Antonio. That creature. Like something from hell. A quillibre. You what? Let me see him. He may be concussed. Uh, Mayor Fernando. Mayor Fernando. Can you hear me? What happened? An alien blew up, knocking you flying. Then it turned into Soldier Boy over there. Huh? Quite sure it's me who's concussed? Let's get you to your feet, shall we? It is, Felipe. I don't understand. None of us do, Juan. Give the doctor time. I need the body somewhere safe. Somewhere I can examine it properly. Uh, there's a crypt beneath the church. Well then, see to it, Commander. Frankenstein? Please. Oh, sorry. I told everyone to stay outside. I don't count. Oh, really? Of course not. Besides, everyone's going spare, so I thought I'd see what was happening. Not much. This poor man is exactly what he seems to be. A dead human being. Nothing more, nothing less. So how come he changed? I wish I knew. The mayor called him a funny name. A quellibre? A quellibre. A creature from Spanish mythology. Lives in caves. Eats people. Yeah, that. He's not. Well, I know that, don't I? I've been around, seen a bit of the universe, you know. That lot up there, though, they've gone all Grimm's fairy tales about it all. They're just trying to understand. <sighs> As I am. But you're not getting anywhere. No. Fancy some breakfast, then? Breakfast? You've been down here all night. Oh. Poking at dead people. Yes. So... Come and have breakfast. Right. That creature. I don't begin to understand it. It was something from hell. Hell. I spent the last few years there, my friend. And I saw nothing like that. What have you brought to my town? This is toast. With gallons of olive oil poured on it. And tomatoes. Did you expect marmalade? I hoped for chocolate spread. Always had chocolate spread for breakfast when I was on holiday in Spain. And lunch. And dinner. It's very unhealthy. What, chocolate spread? No, this much oil. What? And chocolate spread. Want me to see if they'll do you a smoothie? A really nice one filled with spinach and tears. Eat your toast, both of you. It's like someone thought about pizza and then gave up. Mmm, tastes like it too. I rather like it myself. Better than the rations we've had for the last few weeks. 
More coffee? Mm. How much oil is in it? <laughs> Black, no oil. Uh, good morning. May I join you? Of course. Have you finished examining Felipe, Doctor? I have, and I'm afraid I've learned nothing. <sighs> I cannot begin to understand. The townspeople are full of superstitious chatter. You can hardly blame them. I suppose not, but it won't be long before Ferrando asks us to leave. It's hardly our fault. I'll let you try to convince him of that, shall I? Right now we're strangers who brought a monster to their town. I'll speak to the mayor. Thank you, but he has no reason to trust you either. People rarely do, yet somehow I manage. Or get locked up. Yes, thank you, Ace. Or shot at. Yes, thank you, Mel. Hello, who's this? Where? Bloke coming down the road. Black hood and robes. Bit hot for all that, isn't it? Hold on. Now the townsfolk are coming out. Yes, I know they don't like it, but we've got to eat somehow, haven't we? I know, I know, you'd send us food if you could, but you don't like to interfere. I wish you were. Yes, sorry, I shouldn't argue. Forget I mentioned. Please, my friends, I wish only for some food. Anything you can spare. Throw the food if you must. I'm not proud, just hungry. Oi! What's he done to you, then? Oh, watch it, you! That hit me! Cabbage! Lovely. It's a bit past its best, but I'll happily unburden you. You people, stop that! I say! Stop that! Go back to your homes. I shall escort our visitor out of the town. Well, make sure you do. We have enough problems without his disease. Disease? Back to your home! What? Doctor, what did they mean, disease? I believe this unfortunate gentleman to be suffering from a chronic condition characterised by lesions of the skin, probably known as Hansen's disease. Not that I know of. My name is Luis. I, sir, am a leper. An archaic label. Whatever it is, it makes me unpopular. Someone's going to get a slap if they start throwing things again. It's a different time, Ace. Leprosy isn't very contagious, but many people still think it is. They're afraid. That's no excuse. Ace, we can't fight a whole town's ignorance. I'll happily try if they push it. Come on, friend. Let's get you out of here before the people turn nasty again. You picked a bad time to visit. <laughs> there isn't a good time when you're as I am. Now, that's my experience anyway. My friends and I don't normally call on our neighbours, but, well, times are hard and bellies are empty. Uh, do you like toast? Ace! I mean it. He can have my toast. And mine. Wait here. We have few supplies, but we'll spare what we can. I'll help you, Juan. You are all very kind. Aren't they kind? I know. It is there. Oh. Well, trust you to take the credit. You would say you sent them, wouldn't you? Who are you talking to? Hmm? Oh, our lord, of course. I've got into the habit. No one else seems to listen. Quite. Here, my friend. Stale bread, no leaves, a little cheese, 
Marching rations. Are you sure, Captain? It's only marching rations. But we may rely on the generosity of the townsfolk, whereas you... I am sure they are generous. Deep down. Is it far, your village? It's not a village. More of a commune, really. It's a couple of miles away. A place called Esperanza. It's quite nice. We have a water mill and a river you can swim in. We used to have a hospital, but that's all closed down now. Were the staff dragged into the war? Oh, probably. They didn't say. Just packed up their white coats and their equipment and drove off one morning. Maybe they'll be back. But I have detained you long enough. Thank you, my friends. God be with you. And you. That was good of you, Juan. Sparing those rations. We fight for all of Spain. Not just those fortunate enough to have good health. I just hope I'm right. That the townsfolk will show us more kindness than they did friend Luis. They won't kick you out, surely? After what happened last night. I just don't know what to think. It must have been an illusion of some kind. Maybe the nationalists are using some kind of gas. I think there's a bit more to it than that. There must be a logical explanation. Felipe can't have been dead. He managed to climb out of the pit, walk as far as the town... And then turned into a weird bird lizard monster? I don't know. I believe in monsters, Mel. I faced many in my life, but they were all human. I've seen things, Juan. Things just as strange, just as alien as that creature last night. Monsters come in all shapes and sizes. You're sounding like the townspeople. You think you're dealing with a quelebre as well? Of course not. Well, probably not. I'm not talking about myths and legends, Juan. I'm talking about reality. There are strange things in the universe. I can't help but think I'm looking at one of them now. Who are you, Mel? A friend. Someone who... Who just wants to help. Come on. Let's see if the doctor's figured out anything useful. Hello, old thing. I'm waiting for morning prayers. You what? It's a church, you know. Praying tends to be popular. Mm, not with me. Excuse me for asking. Fancy stretching your legs? I fancy beating some people up. I can't help with that, but I can offer you a trip out of town. I dropped my camera in the bombing, you see, and I'm heading back to camp to see if I can find it. Want to come with me? Mm, yeah, all right. Anything's better than hanging around here. Well, I'm glad my company's such a draw. I'm coming, aren't I? Senor Ferrando, I just wanted to talk to you about a few things. You know, alien creatures wandering about, you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> Senor Ferrando? What? Who is it? Doctor. Sorry to barge in. Are you all right? I mean, you sound unwell. Uh, sleep. Not 
myself. Perhaps I can help. No. Just need peace and quiet. Leave. Maybe I should just give you a quick once-over. I'm medically trained. <laughs> I seem to remember. Leave! Very well. If you're sure. this far out. Doctor. Uh, hello, Mel, uh, Commander. Uh, something wrong, Doctor? Uh, Senior Ferrando, he's... Uh... Oh, this is all such a mess. There's something wrong with Ferrando. I don't know, or maybe, maybe I do. Uh, well, I hope not. Where's Ace? Uh, we just passed around Senior Newman. He dropped his camera last night. They've gone to try and find it at the old camp. They've gone back there? That's the last place they should be. Doctor... Where are you going? Please stay here. Keep an eye on Ferrando. Uh, he may be in danger. Oh, or dangerous, or both. Dangerous? Stay here. Doctor! Wait, I'm sure it's in here somewhere. Aha! A toy dinosaur? Use it to stay in touch. And what does he mean, use it to stay in touch? Ah, it's a walkie-talkie. A plastic dinosaur walkie-talkie. I have no idea what that is. It doesn't matter. He said to keep an eye on Ferrando. So that's what we need to do. So, you've been in many wars then, George? What a strange question. I, I, I served on the Italian front in 1917. Not many since then, thankfully. But you enjoy it. Enjoy? Okay, maybe that's the wrong word, but you're you're thrilled by it. Some people couldn't bear to be here, but you, I think you thrive off it. Maybe a little. Where I come from, we have an expression for that. Adrenaline junkie. Junkie? And what do you mean, where I come from? You're as British as I am. Perivale, local expression. Junkie means addict. Addicted to adrenaline. Yes, perhaps. I've seen terrible things, done terrible things. And yet, we're back in London, reporting on empty, trifling stories. I felt empty somehow, adrift. I know what you mean. I've seen amazing stuff travelling with the Doctor, but some of it was... It's horrible. If you ask me to stop, though, to go back to my boring life back home... You couldn't do it. And I never will. What we saw last night... Everyone else was panicking, but you... You were excited. So were you. I was intrigued. You were excited. Because it was something different. Something unknown. Those are the things a journalist lives for. Because you're an adrenaline junkie. (laughs) Just like you. Definitely. Oh, yes. I've been in old ways since we had good garbage. 
Yes, yes, they were very nice. Very nice indeed. And at least I'm not going home empty-handed. No, I know it's not much, but we'll manage. Yes, we'll get by. Hello? I love a good cave. Fun things to poke around in, caves. Look at that. Even more opened up after all those bombs. Whole mountainside will probably fall in before long. Unstable. Yes, I know. Bombs are very horrible. Caves are interesting though, don't you think? Oh, well, I think... did that on purpose. Just because I disagree. Oh. What are these? Like grapefruit. Glowing grapefruit. I wonder if you can... Public call box? What on earth's that doing here? Oh, there she is! We mislaid her in the bombing, same as your camera. It's a bit bigger than my camera. Yeah, well, there was dust and bombs and boom, so we got a bit turned around. Fell out of your pocket, did it? Oh, just don't worry about it. Get looking for your camera. I am. No sign of anything, though. Oh, maybe it fell into one of the caves. Uh, hello? Well, if it did, it's likely in pieces. Hey, I can see something shining down there. Shining? Glowing, like... Uh, uh, oh, I don't know, like a, like a glowy thing. <laughs> Have you ever considered a career in journalism? Nope. You ever considered a career in potholing? I don't even know what that is. Oh, I'll show you. You keep a ladder in your back. Well, you never know, do you? I can't sit there all day, you know, staring at Ferrando's front door. What else are you going to do? I'm a commanding officer. I need to be with my men. While they do what? We are in the middle of a war. Not in Farisa, you're not. No. We are in the middle of a ludicrous, impossible situation where members of my squad turn into monsters. Which you can do nothing about. Except <sighs> sit there and, and watch that front door. You're a very annoying woman. Apparently. <laughs> so you're going to stay here then, yes? <sighs> For a little longer. Did you like being a farmer? What a strange question. I didn't want to ask whether you liked being a soldier. Yes, I liked being a farmer. It meant I spent most of my day on my own, out in the fields. Lost in my thoughts. Peaceful. Not much peace for you now. In any sense of the word. But that's why we fight, isn't it? So that one day we can all go back to the quiet fields. <gasps> what was that? Something I'm sure the doctor would want us to investigate. Definitely. 
far do you think the caves stretch on for? Who knows? Could be miles. I wish we had a torch. Look over there. We won't need one. A glowing light. Blue. Electric? Not your camera, then. No. You think it's something the plane dropped? Some new form of weapon? A new form of weapon that fell into the earth, grew legs and then burrowed off deeper into the caves? Well, who knows? People get very creative in wartime. True. And to be fair, I've seen weirder things. Not in this time period, though. And not invented by Spanish nationalists. Whatever that is, I think the bomb has uncovered it. Time period? Oh, uh, another local Perivel expression. <sighs> hmm. So, so you think this is something to do with what happened last night? That monster thing? Uh, bit of a coincidence otherwise. Shall we take a look? Try and stop me. Recalibration achieved. Baseline accepted. Viral wetware triggered. Bot processing. Potential security risk detected in control location. Reboot power supply. Inferior life forms engaged. What's that? Run! Yes. Yes, I think that's a very good idea. Senor Ferrando? Antonio? Sounds like he's smashing the place up. Come on! Wait! In danger or dangerous. That's what the doctor said. So? If he's dangerous, we need to be cautious. You're used to dangerous things. You're a soldier. One who's still alive because he knows when to charge in and when to approach carefully. Stay behind me. I'm not some delicate flower that needs protecting. Come on! We'll go together. Cautiously! If it's not one of them, it's the other. Sticking their heads into the lion's jaws. When will they ever learn? When I do, probably. It's getting brighter. We must be close. Ah! I still wish we had a torch. Want me to hold your hand? If it makes you feel better. You must be very scared down here. You know, being a woman. I can still see you to slap you, you know. Hold my hand, then. So you won't be able to hit me with it, I mean. Yeah, right. Oh, through here. Mind. It's narrow. Isn't it just... Just a few more feet. This place is the size of a cathedral. (laughs) A cathedral filled with glowing blue spheres. What are they? a clue. Should we make one? Are you sure they're safe to touch? No. I'll wrap one in my jacket. What was that? It's just bats. Caves are probably full of them. 
Don't tell me you're scared of a few bats. No, of course not. It tingles, even through the cloth of the jacket. Like it has a live current. Come on, I think we should go. Just a moment. I don't want to touch this thing with my bare hands. Last night, like that thing. We're trapped. Just find something to barricade the door. That dresser, if we can pull that in front of it. Hold on. Quickly! Uh, uh, it's too strong. I, I can't hold it. Move. That won't hold for long. What are you doing? Calling the doctor. Mel, what's wrong? Ferrando, he's turned into one of those things, a, a quelly bray like Ace says. He's got us cornered. No, 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 no. Mel, whatever you do, don't let it touch you. Do you hear me? Don't let it touch you. Easier said than done. It's getting in. Almost there. Give me your hand. But I'm not! Give me your hand! Come on! The bats! Oh, seem happy to stay down there. Ah, oh. oh. looks like we're in the clear. Oh, no. I'm not so sure about that. What is it? Oh. Lynx. Lynx aren't dangerous, are they? Neither are bats normally. With a pack this size, there must be 20 or 30. What's drawing them all? Us! They're after us!
bats normally. With a pack this size, there must be 20 or 30. What's drawing them all? Us! They're after us! Get back into the caves, George. What's to stop them following us down there? I don't know. Got any better ideas? Ace! Get ready to run! They're scattering. What's wrong with them? Who cares? You heard the doctor. Run! Uh, they don't seem to be following. What did you do? I used this. A dog whistle? A very special dog whistle. <laughs> Look, I can control frequency, the volume. You and don't then if have you press a dog. It... Well, I used to. And when I wanted to call him, I often needed a bit of extra oomph. And Lynx aren't dogs. They're still susceptible to high frequencies. It worked, didn't it? Yeah, but uh. why did they turn on us in the first place? Ah, that's a conversation for later. Mel's in trouble. What's with the toy dinosaur? It's not a toy, it's a... Well, yes, it is a toy. Oh, oh never mind. Uh, Mel, Mel, can you hear me, Mel? Mel? What's happening? Oh, oh nothing good. Uh, speak to me, Mel! You first. It's not far to jump. It's far enough. Broken anything? I don't think so. Me neither. Mel! Come in, Mel! I'm okay, Doctor. Just a little busy at the moment. We need to gather my men. As long as we're getting away from that, I'm happy. Then hurry. It's going to jump. Climb. Yes. And I'm not in the best of condition. Oh, my hands. Wait. That does not make sense. They're perfect. No sign of. My chest. Look at my chest. It's. It's a miracle. Wait. That's what you were about to say. Well. You'd not seen fit to say so before, had you? I'm... I'm cured! <laughs> it's a miracle! And we be in! Tertiary test subject escaped. Connection with inferior life forms severed. Power reserves now at emergency levels. Operation analysis, 34%. Prognosis, poor. Channeling all remaining power to secondary scout form. Mission imperative. Trigger wide-scale network for power harvesting. I hope Mel's all right. Oh, she can look after herself. Looks like you scared off those pussycats for good. Yes. I hope I didn't do them any harm. 
They're nearly extinct. Huh, so were we. At least we got out with this. Huh? Some strange globe. We found it in the tunnels. Oh, drop it, quickly! What? What is it? What's wrong? Get back! That thing is the source of all our problems! Oh, somewhere here I have a... Uh, aha! What's that, then? An emergency phone charger. What good will that do? We don't want to make a phone call. Uh, well, yes, it's slightly illegal, actually. It siphons energy from nearby sources to boost your battery. Terribly useful in an emergency, though. I could get hours of extra call time now. The sphere's stopped glowing. Completely drained of energy. It's inert. Should be safe. But what is it? Some species call it a god seed. Oh, very dramatic. A lot of species are. It's a genetic seeding device. Oh, good. Glad that's sorted out, then. Nobody knows when they were first created. It's so long ago, but they were sent out on the winds of the universe. Ah, oh, like dandelion seeds. Not remotely. Well, yeah, not quite. Uh, uh, there's a control unit as well as the seeds themselves. Now, they divide on landing. We didn't see they... a control unit. What does a control unit look like? Do you want me to explain or not? Oh, sorry, old chap. They land on other planets, waiting to be activated. And other planets? Where did you think our Quelly Bray came from? Lester, this is space stuff. Pay attention. It's gaining on us. It can fly. Of course it's gaining on us. I wish I still had my gun. Sorry. They absorb the DNA of the resident life forms, add it to their own and create a new species, a hybrid. That's why that thing looked such a mess. A bit bird, a bit lizard. And now a bit human. A piece of Philippe's consciousness and DNA, and now a bit of Mayor Ferrando as well. No hatching is the same. A constantly shifting, mutating species. But why? Great way to invade. No spaceships or battles. Just a viral infection. Precisely. It creates a handful of initial hybrids as a spearhead. An army of patient zeros. If you like... They spread the infection through touch. Each world is fully converted, the original dominant life forms absorbed, and then... It sends off more seeds to the next planet. Yes, but they were thought to have been eradicated millennia ago. Clearly not. There was a universal-wide purge by, well, uh, a very powerful race. A time-travelling one that normally bangs on about not interfering. The High Council decided they had no choice. If left to flourish, they foresaw a time when the entire universe would be seeded. Well, they didn't do a very good job, did they? Otherwise, we wouldn't be looking at this thing now. And what were these creatures called? I don't think you could, could pronounce the High Gallifrey. Mr Newman, I, are you taking notes? I'm a reporter. Of course I'm taking notes. It's the invasion of the Quellibrays. So how can they control the wildlife? They can dominate and control most things, but less intelligent life forms are easier. Better watch out, George. Well, thank you very much. The control unit must be low on power. Hardly surprising, considering how long it's probably been buried. Until the bombs disturbed it. The kinetic energy may even have activated it. They're very resourceful. They can convert most things into a viable power resource. So what are we going to do, then? Hmm. If it's that low on power, I can probably drain the rest. Render the whole thing inert. Back to the Batcave. Yes. And if I'm quick, it may also knock out our infected mare, which would keep Mel safe. Come on, then. We'll show you the way. (sighs) 
Glad you had a torch, Doctor. Is there anything you can't find in your pockets? The right change for vending machines. <laughs> the bats have gone to bed. Good. Another sign that its power supply is on its last legs. <laughs> Hopefully. For once, it looks like we've hit lucky. Oh, I'd hardly call the last few hours lucky. Oh, you want to meet us on a bad day. Just through here, Professor. Credit, wouldn't you? It seems to me I did most of the hard work. Today is a very good day! <laughs> Look, all the seeds are inactive. But where's this control unit of yours? It'll be hidden, cloaked. Doctor, are you there? I'm here, Mel. Are you safe? Take a couple of men up on the roof. These things can fly. Juan and I, we've barricaded ourselves inside the church. You're not alone. No, we're with the rest of Juan's men. Doctor, the creature, the Quellebre. It got among the townsfolk. They've all turned into those things. I thought you said they were low on power. Once the viral exchange is genetically programmed, it runs independently. All it needed was one activated subject. Juan, the commander... He thinks that if he can get his field radio going, 
He can call up reinforcements. No, that's the last thing we need. Stay put, Mel. I'm doing what I can here. Well, please, do it quickly. Melanie, out. We will not be able to hold them for long. It's all right, Juan. The doctor's all the reinforcements we need. You really think he can help against this? Believe me, this is an everyday situation so far as the doctor's concerned. Everyday? Well, like war is to you. You get used to it, I suppose. You're very strong, Mel. For a woman? For anyone. I don't suppose you fancy joining up. <laughs> I'm not the soldiering type. Running around dealing with oppressive monsters and saving lives? I'd say you're very much a soldier. It's different. If you say so. But I'd like it if you stayed. Why? Because I'd make a good soldier. Maybe because you might make a good farmer. Hang on. It's gone very quiet out there. Move over. Let me take a look through the peephole. Well? Strange. The creatures, they're all just stood there. Show me. It's like they're in a trance. Is that a good or a bad thing? I have absolutely no idea. Mr. Newman, would you please hold that torch steady? Yeah, it's hard enough trying to find this control unit without you plunging us into darkness every few seconds. Sorry, I was just keeping an eye out for bats. Bats are nothing to worry about. Unless they're vampire bats. Vampire bats? Even then, they're not a problem. Unless they're actual vampires. Actual vampires? The time logs wipe them out. Most of them, I think. Time logs? Uh, the same people who dealt with these creatures. But, but they didn't, did they? That's why we're here. Well, yes, there is that. Aha! You found what we're looking for? I believe I have. That's it? That's the control unit? It's a bit small. Well, yes, it's not the control unit, just a control unit. For what? The holographic shield hiding the control unit. This is all rather confusing. Just nod from time to time, that's all you want. The torch! Shine it on here! Doctor? Get that for me, would you, please? Doctor, are you there? Give me a dinosaur. This is the doctor's messaging service. You all right, Mel? Fine, I think. The creatures have all just stopped moving. They're just stood there, staring into space like they've been, I don't know, um, turned off somehow. What? Oh, dear. That's not good. What did he say? That's not good. Apparently. I told you they could convert most things to a power source. Yeah? Uh, the human body is a perfectly good source of electrical energy. Uh, limited, but if you have enough bodies. Like a whole town. I'm working as quickly as I can. Chemical power source engaged. Wetware cells online. Transferring. Backup power supply now at 2%. 4%. Well, what did the doctor say? He seems to think that the creature is draining the townspeople of energy, like walking batteries. Well, what happens once they've done that? He didn't say. So something bad, yes. 
Can you stop it, Doctor? Only if I can get at it. And to get at it, I need to make this thing do as it's told. Like that? Just like that. That's it, then? That's the main control unit? It's huge. Like a... like... I don't know what it's like. It's... Massive big globe thing surrounded by spaghetti and little blibby blobby worry machine things. Call yourself a writer. Backup power levels at 5%. 6%. We should move now, while we have the chance. Well, they could come back to life at any moment. They could. We don't know. But what we do know is that they're here and we're trapped and eventually they'll get in. There are just too many of them. You're right. We should risk it. Everyone, to me! We need to get out of here, past our winged friends and out of the town. No delaying, do not engage. We just make for the hills and run. Understood? Sir! Leave everything but essential kit. We travel light and we travel fast. If this works out, we can return to gather our equipment later. What about your wounded? Hopefully we can return for them too. These men are still alive. I have to prioritize their safety. Do you agree, Mel? You're asking me. The idea of leaving them behind sickens me. You have no choice. There are always choices, Mel, but thank you. What was that for? For caring. Come on! Backup power levels at 8%. Can you turn it off? Um, probably. Uh, maybe. Uh, oh, is that a fluidic capacitor? Or a bilateral flux? Maybe it controls the windscreen wipers. Doctor! This technology is millennia old days. This isn't computer programming, it's archaeology. Shame Mel's not here, she's brilliant with computers. Yes, well, she's not, so you'll have to settle for me. Can I help at all? No. Actually, yes. Come here and hold this down. This handle? (laughs) Not unless you want to reroute the power in mid-flow, electrocuting yourself and likely blowing up the whole workstation. The switch above it. Oh, right. And will that electrocute me? Shouldn't have thought so. Ace, come here. What can I do, Professor? Those dials? Yes. Whatever you do, don't touch them. I have a feeling they might flush the Earth's atmosphere of oxygen. The slider button above them... Pumps lava into the sky? No, that's definitely a phase regulator. I need you to move it very slowly to the left. Right. Left! Got it! (coughs) It didn't electrocute me, by the way. What a relief. What are you going to do? Program a sequence into this keypad and hope for the best. 38%. Slowly does it, man. Quick movement may wake them up. Gently as you can. Once we're clear, run as fast as you can. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Look at them, Juan. They're so... Beautiful? Not the word I was going to use, no. I think they are. The feathers, the scales. The teeth, the claws. Nature always has sharp edges. 
They remind me of when I was young. The Fiesta of San Gertrude, patron of the recently dead. What a job. The children would dress in weird costumes like devils or demons running around the town, an army of the damned. Sounds lovely. We loved it, kicking up trouble. Then, on the final day, we're banished from the town. The costumes are burned in a massive bonfire. The damned souls reborn to purity. I hope we can banish this lot as easily. Oh, no. What's wrong? One of the barbs on its wings has caught my top. I'm trapped. Back up power levels at 42%. Rebooting the fog emergency cells. It's getting terribly excitable. Main power cells coming online. That doesn't sound good. I'm working as fast as I can. Don't move, Mel. If it flesh touches your skin... I know. Can you unhook it? I think so. Stay very still. I nearly got it. Just a bit more. All right. Step back slowly. Uh, I'm clear. Oh, no. I, I think they're waking up. Oh, Primary systems are coming back online. Oh dear! Programming interference detected. Security engaged. Security? What sort of security? Ah! Doctor! Keep that! Don't touch me! Don't touch anything! Higher life form located. Harvesting knowledge. Prime energy source located. No! Connecting. Watch out! What was that? It shot past us like... like lightning. It was lightning, stupid. It's gone, heading outside. Heading? Exactly. It knew where it was going. It's aiming for something. Something outside? But what? I wish I knew. They're not listening! 
Stay close. Excuse me while I get on with saving the world. Righty-ho. You sure you're all right? Ah, oh, no worse than going a few rounds with you. 
Actually, maybe a bit. Is my is my hair on fire? Oh, hang on! Ow! 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 Oh, shush, you're fine. Just a bit of a short back and sides. Looks nice. Spiky. Uh, I'd better check on the doctor. What are you doing? Can you fix that thing? Emergency repairs. 30% complete. I've disconnected this link to the TARDIS, but it's too late. It has more than enough power. Stupid machine. So what do we do now? I just don't know. Yes, I do. We fight on different fronts. Grab George. We need to get out of here. Right. Come on, you. We need to get out of here. With pleasure. It's all right. Lean on me. Sorry. Legs are cramping. After what you did, you're lucky they're still attached. Emergency repairs. 40% complete. Come on! We've got until the thing repairs itself! Why? What happens after that? We'd never get out of this place alive! As long as you have a plan. The professor always has a plan. How are your legs, George? It's better. They're not cramping there. Just pins and needles. Good. Then use them. I'm going as fast as I can. Rewiring DNA is a tricky business. It'll take a little time for it to fully stabilize. How long? Not long. Now it has all the power it needs. Maybe an hour. I like a tight deadline. <sighs> Oh, until then, it's possible that I can reverse the change. I hope. But the control unit's still alive. Yes, but if we can combat all the infection, there'll be nothing it can do. Well, then what? Then I'll have to figure out a way of shutting it down permanently. You can't keep good news like this to yourself, can you? Miracles should be shared. What's that? Well, no, they weren't exactly welcoming in Farisa last time, but I'm sure they'll be only too happy to see me now. Why fight it, Juan? You wanted to be on the winning side. Now you can be. I wanted to be on the right side. There's a difference. Soon there will be no right. No wrong, just one nation, our nation. Swarming over the country, forcing your ideology on everyone who's different? Now where have I heard that before? Not the country, nothing so small. The world! Then it's my duty to fight you, isn't it? Whatever it takes! With what? You can't harm us. You will soon be us. Until then... You have nothing. That's quiet. I have a field radio. Juan! Are you still listening, Juan? There's nowhere to run. 
Maybe not, but I'll settle for being out of earshot. What did you want the sphere for? To reprogram it. Your police box? Planning on bringing in Scotland Yard, are you? No, you'll see. Step inside, George. I'll hold your jaw for you when it drops. Hello. This is Farisa calling Nationalist Forces. Farisa calling Nationalist Forces. Republican Commander Juan Romero is hiding in the town with the full support of the locals. Last night's bomb raids caused minimal casualties. A further strike would wipe out both him and his men. This is an opportunity for a major nationalist victory. Suggest bomb raid ordered as soon as possible. Map reference to follow. This is Farisa. I repeat, this is Farisa. Is anyone receiving me? Map reference for aerial strike as follows. I say, I've never seen the like. I know, the control unit caused an awful mess. It's mostly superficial, though. A few burnt-out circuits. That's not what he meant, Doctor, and you know it. Well, if you tell you that after yourself once in a while, I wouldn't be so embarrassed to accept guests. Ha, ha. <laughs> Are you all right, George? Fine. Brilliant. Stupendous. Uh, possibly drunk, but... Uh... Hey, it takes a bit of getting used to. There. That'll stop them trying to steal my power again. Now, take a look at the sphere. What are you going to do with all that, then? Wire the sphere up to the TARDIS databanks. Reprogram it to transmit human baseline DNA. Create our very own godseed. Precisely. Take it to Farissa and let it wreak havoc on the transformed townsfolk. And once they're all back to normal, we go back and blow up the control unit. Um, I could do that bit if you like. Y- you know, if it's helpful. Ace, if you really want to help... Yeah? Check on Mel. Oh, yeah, still got that stupid dinosaur. Mel, it's Ace. Are you reading me? Mel! That's not good. Oh, surely she stayed in the church. She should have been fine. Against a whole town of Quellibres? The church was built to withstand invading armies of Moors. She should have been perfectly secure. Mel, can you hear me, Mel? Keep trying. I'll rig this up as quickly as I can. Mel, it's Ace. Can you hear me now? Forgive me, Mel. If there is anything of you left inside that thing. But it's all I can do. In about 20 minutes, there'll be nothing but noise, light and fire. And then we'll all be back to those quiet fields forever. 
Whose name is that? Mel! Uh, mind out, Professor. Mel! Mel! This magic box brings us to the church. Of course it does. Magic box can do anything. Mel! Where is she, Professor? They've got her. The creatures. I've tried to save her, but... She's become one of them! It's all right, Ace. I'll get her back, I promise. You hope? How did you get in here? What's that box doing? Never mind that box. We need to go to work. The doctor has a trick up his sleeve. That glowing gadget of his. That could save her? Save all of them? It's called a god seed, but we've broken it. Broken it in useful and effective ways. Now, we need to be careful. If we just walk out there... We'll be swamped before we can do anything. Precisely. It should be quick, but the numbers aren't exactly on our side. I don't understand much, but it sounds like you need a distraction. You got it. Professor, I'll run out of the door, and when the Quellibrae start chasing me, you can come behind and start blasting them with that thing. That's terribly dangerous. Yeah, well, I can hack it. Anyway, if they convert me, you'll just have to convert me back, won't you? If it even works. The two rival infections will be fighting one another. I think a secondary infection will dominate the first, but... You just do your thing, old chap. If anyone can sort this out, it's you. Be ready. Hey, Juan! Make sure Mel's all right, won't you? Come on, hey! You wanted me to join you? Let's see if you're worthy. No! He's mine! Quickly, Professor. I'll help. George, you're not going out there too. Adrenaline junkie, remember? The more the merrier will get you the distraction you need. Just do what has to be done. Come on, East, after them. Of course I can. I spent the last three years avoiding death and capture. I'm a master at it. Keep up. Too slow, my friends. Too slow. I was winger on the school rugger team. Not a man could lay his hands on me. I'd like to see you lot do better. It's working. Then use it. I know that one. It's the mayor of the Quellibrays. They can speak now. They've absorbed the human language as part of this hatching. Get back, Ace. You're in the line of fire. Right. Cross your fingers and... It works. Of course it does. Mr. Mayor, Antonio. Doctor, I... Mother Mary, what happened to me? The same thing that's happened to the rest of your time, I'm afraid. Stay down! Only a few hundred more to go. Monster than you were a 
this is all going surprisingly well. Doctor, over there! They've got one! Where's George? George! Uh-oh. George, behind you! It wasn't good enough. Take my hand, Dr. Ace. We can all be best friends again. Hello! Are you having a fiesta? We love fiesta day! Is that Luis? And the rest of his village. Luis, get back! All of you, run! Join us. Oh, lovely costumes. Very impressive. May I feel? You join us! I'm sorry. Strange things happen when people touch me. It's this miracle of mine. I made your costume vanish. Oh, and it seems contagious. All of my friends can do it now. I'm so sorry. You said you didn't want my disease, and now it's ruining your lovely costume! What's happening? I've no idea. Luis and his friends seem able to transform everyone back. But how? Right now, I don't care. Luis, listen to me. Touch everyone! You and your friends must touch everyone! No! It's Mel, isn't it? Keep back! You were Mel! You were kind to Louise. Keep away from me! Oh. He's changed Mel back! Like that, Doctor! Exactly like that! But everyone, you must change everyone back. If you're sure! I'm sure! Mel, you okay? Mel, I think so. Oh, it was horrible. I'm so sorry, Mel. I let you down. You did nothing of the kind, Doctor. Soldier boy, you're you again. It was me that let her down. If the pair of you have quite finished, the world doesn't rest on your shoulders, you know. 
I can stand on my own two feet occasionally. <laughs> you tell him, Mel. Are we winning? George! Good to have you back. Oh, no. The bombing raid. The what? I'm sorry. I called the Nationalists, told them where I was. Idiot! I thought it was our only option. It was that, or risk them taking over everything. We know, one. We know. We should evacuate the town. We may still have time. Under no circumstances. Don't breathe a word about this. It's vitally important everyone stays exactly where they are. What are we going to do then? Two birds, one stone. Stay here, all of you. Everyone. It's important. Supposition. Partially converted secondary scout form. Retained viral wetware due to halted conversion. Secondary scout form spreading human baseline as per programming. What? You mean you cured and then partially converted Luis? Then let him go? That would explain it. He's been spreading the good news. Alert. Higher life form detected. Emergency conversion required. Oops, run, won't it? Your mouth shut, Doctor. Ah, there it is. Convert. 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 Luckily, thank you. Convert. 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 Aerial scanning, and there, and swap it with there. <laughs> oh, very good, Doctor. I'd always regenerate with longer legs. <laughs> right. Stored images. Yes. Boost range. Done. Now, activate. <sighs> Perfect. <sighs> oh, there was something else I had to do. Something important. Bombers. That was it. Run. Coming here. 
Today is a happy day. Fiesta! A taste of the real Spain. Olé! But the planes are coming here. Who says? I don't. Anyone fancy some tapas? I'd love some tapas. It's been a very long day. What have you done? Well, the planes are going to bomb the town. But this is the town. I know that. But the men in those planes don't. There's nothing else for miles around. They can see it. Ha <laughs> ha! But that's the fun bit. They can't. Remember the control unit? The big control unit or the small one? The small one. Controlling the holographic... Holographic shield thingy? That's yes. the one. Well, thanks to the extra boost of power from the TARDIS, I was able to stretch its range a bit. I've no idea what you're talking about. Neither do I. But as he's so cheerful, we're probably fine. I popped into the TARDIS, took an aerial image of the town and an aerial image of the caves. And swapped them! You stole my punchline. I still don't altogether get it. (laughs) From the air, the Bay of Hill with the caves in... And the control unit... The big one. To the bombers, it looks like the town. But the town... Looks like nothing but hillside. Perfectly hidden. So they're bombing the wrong target. Well, that rather depends on whether you want to destroy a lethal alien seeding unit, doesn't it? Yesterday. Now, I really think I do deserve tapas. Those nice, spicy flavorings. The omelette. Ah, manchego cheese and polyol. The figs. Maybe even, oh, why not? A large glass of this I'm still utterly confused. Don't let it worry you. Let's see if a bottle of red wine helps. Come on, Mel. Let's see if we can sneak a glass past the doctor. Maybe even two. <laughs> oh, I just thought. He seems worryingly cheerful. Oh, don't worry. I hid his spoons in the TARDIS ages ago. He'll find more. <laughs> it's been a lovely party, Juan. It has. But now you have to go. Is that what you're telling me? So do you. The war goes on, man. My men and I need the rest. But it was never the end. It could be. You could leave, you know. Come with me. I can't. You know I can't. We could go anywhere. The doctor can do that. Anywhere. Find a piece of land somewhere. These are my lands, man. I'm fighting to protect them. But if it kills you... Then I will die having tried. Is it worth that? Someone who has fought monsters for so long and you have to ask. If half of what you've told me over the last couple of days is true, you know I have to do this. What I do with the Doctor is different. Only through geography. My country is oppressed. My people are dying. I can't abandon them. No. I 
could ask you to stay with me. Oh, one. But I wouldn't. This is no life, not really. If you can choose not to live it. You choose it. I do. In the hope that others won't have to make such a choice like you. Go. Travel on. Be amazing. I'll try. You'll succeed. Sure, we can help. We're good workers, my friends and I. And with the war, we all need all the help we can get. We're happy to trade supplies. If the two towns work together, we can make the best of it. I'm sorry for the way we treated you, my friend. It was unchristian. Oh, don't worry about all that. What's that? He's trying to apologize. Let him. Who's having this conversation, me or you? I'm sorry. Who are you talking to? Well, the town's folks seem to be sorting themselves out. There's been a fair bit of damage to the town, what with all those... Quellibres. Yes. Well, their stay was brief, but they weren't the best of guests. Everyone will be fine. All together. It's what you do in war. You okay, Mel? Not really. But I will be. Life goes on. For most of us. Time to go. Yes. We are heading out ourselves shortly. Back into the fray. Keep an eye on him, will you? I'll do my best. Lovely to meet you all. Even you, Ace. Even you, stupid boy. Are you ready? Yes. Let's just go. History hurts. Wasn't that what you said, Mel? Yes. You told me. It also inspires. We were both right. Come on. Finish Productions, Doctor Who, Maker of Demons. For too many years, our fleet drifted through space, where hope is coldest and despair best fits. But deliverance came 
in an unexpected form when a blue box materialized upon the Duke of Milan. Oh. Your idea of a golden age and mine are pretty different, Professor. This is wrong. Very wrong. What happened here? I, for one, am very grateful for the opportunity to thank you in person, Doctor, for everything you've done for us. Do you hear that? Yeah. What is that? We're detecting tremors. What? No! No! It's too soon. Too soon! Ace, get back here! Though it pains me to inform you, it is almost certain that the girl, Ace, is dead. No! Hell is empty, Doctor. And all the devils are here. Okie doke. Sure. We are rolling and cue. Oh, all the peace and quiet you could want, he says. Seconds after leaving the TARDIS and I'm nearly six foot under! We need to get back to the TARDIS. Easier said than done. <laughs> I can't see a thing! Bombs kicking up the dirt. <laughs> it's all being churned up. <sighs> well, this is a, a lovely holiday so far. With the doctor, I've had worse. You know what? So have I. Super. Hello, my name's Guy Adams, and I am the writer of Fiesta of the Damned. So being asked to come up with a story for uh, the Seventh Doctor, Ace and Mel, obviously terribly exciting. Uh, I've been lucky enough to write for Sylvester and Sophie before, and it's always a pleasure. The characters are very dear to me, and the actors are just amazing. I think it was actually uh, script editor Alan Barnes who suggested to me that I... I pitched a story set in Spain, which is mad, really, because I've lived here for ten years and it just never occurs to me to set a story here where I live. My name is Sophie Aldred and I am lucky enough to still, after all these years, be playing the wonderful, wonderful character of Ace. This script is historical and I love the historical scripts. I knew very little about the Spanish Revolution. I knew about Franco. I was surprised to find out that he died in 1975, I think it is. I mean, it's so late. It's been brilliant, actually, educationally for me to do a story about the Spanish Revolution. And monsters and aliens involved as well, of course. I'm Sylvester McCoy and I play Doctor Who number one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Can I just go for one more? Would that be all right? Mm-hmm. Lovely. We're rolling and cue. This isn't computer programming, it's archaeology. Shane Mel's not here. She's brilliant with computers. Yes, well, she's not. So you'll have to settle for me. Super. Great. On the telly, we went back to the Second World War and that was fascinating and... Um, no, this is really good, and it's it's good. It's not preaching, but, you know, we know which side we're on because history has proven which side is the good side. And it's also very sad. It's one of those tragic, sad things, really, that it went that way because it, it was not just, it was not right. It was a democratic government, and it was toppled by 
the fascists and the Church of Rome. It's also been brilliant to work with Bonnie. Really nice to have to kind of grow that relationship between Mel and Ace, which is very well written in this script. And also to not be the only person who's writing wrongs. In fact, at the beginning of this story, Ace is the one who's wanting to get back in the TARDIS, which is very unusual. She wants a holiday, and it's actually Mel who's kind of going, God, we've got to go and help people. So that's quite unusual as well. I'm Bonnie Langford, and I play Melanie Bush. You're very strong, Mel. For a woman? For anyone. I don't suppose you fancy joining up. I'm not the soldiering type. Running around dealing with oppressive monsters and saving lives? I'd say you're very much a soldier. Uh, this script is fun because it's historical and uh, I love the fact that it has such a period feel about it and yet it also is, as usual, about people and relationships and saving the world. I've never been to this area of the world. I'd love to go, not in a war zone, but when it's beautiful, I, I think it's glorious. I've been to Spain, yes, Barcelona. I hitched down during the time when, um, in the 60s, I, when it was easy, everyone kind of, the only way to get around was to hitch. I hitched through Franco's fascist Spain. I've been back to Spain in happier times, and that's much more fun. So I've, I've actually breathed the air of fascism. me to do vocally, yes, because I have to just, you know, turn into an alter ego. I've done that a couple of times in different things because I actually was a bit of a Dalek at one point as well, which I rather loved. I quite like it when, you know, Mel actually does get attacked by the monster and doesn't just get sort of put on the train tracks going, help me, help me. She actually becomes this, um, this dark side of her a little bit. So, yes, there's a there's a brief moment of that. And I love the fact that, you know, it's, it's this team. There's, you know, Sylvester, Sophie and me as uh, this lovely sort of um, people trying to do the best for everything. It brings a new dynamic, and it's it's not just a case of Mel going off and, and causing problems and uh, doing all that. It, it, it means that the Doctor is still cared for, but there's also this other element coming through. Mel and Ace are complete polar opposites. There's a lovely scene in here where uh, they're talking about breakfast. Ace wants a bit of toast with chocolate spread. And then, of course, you've got Mel wanting a healthy breakfast and there's a bit of banter with, between them about her healthiness and Ace is obviously not yeah you couldn't probably get two more different characters than Mel and Ace and that works beautifully together because there's a real fondness for each other that was established of course all those years ago in Dragonfire you wouldn't necessarily have put those two characters together in a script but somehow they in Dragonfire they rub along really well and there's a real tenderness which started back then those moments where they're both sort of looking after each other Ace takes on this role of like oh Donut I've got to look after you you know I'm the strong one and actually Mel is well I'm the intelligent one who's thoughtful and who's emotional in a sort of well intelligently emotional in a way that Ace is not always Melanie Bush that's, that's new territory for me. And really exciting new territory because on screen, I think uh, Melanie Bush was perhaps slightly underserved, which is, is not uh, 
disrespect the work of the, the production team or, or obviously actor Bonnie Langford, but it's a character that's flourished and developed outside of that through the books and obviously her countless appearances in Big Finish. And so to have the opportunity to write for that character was just great. And we all know Bonnie, Bonnie Langford's just such a great actor. So, you know, that was that was a big deal for me. That was, that was a really exciting part of, of, of the whole thing. In this script, again, it's quite interesting because you're coming to this relationship. Mel is getting to know Ace in a different way because, of course, Ace has been off round the galaxy with the Doctor and so she's grown up a lot, in fact, um, and she's learnt a lot of stuff, whereas Mel is kind of still thinking of her as Dragonfire Ace, jumping up and down, shouting Wicked and chucking Nitro 9 around. So actually, it's great, because you've got Mel who's sort of slightly surprised at times at things that Ace says, and vice versa. I'm Ken Bentley, and I directed Doctor Who, Fiesta of the Damned. Accents is a funny one, because there's always this constant debate about whether we should use accents or not, and the fact that the TARDIS always translates everything, therefore it doesn't necessarily have an accent. And I'm perfectly happy to go along with that, but the, the, the thing I struggle with is when we get a story like this, where we've got an English character and lots of Spanish characters, and as soon as we've got that, we've got to be, on audio, we've got to be able to differentiate instantly. On screen, not so much, because uh, the, the soldiers would be wearing uniforms, or they'd be wearing regional or local clothes compared to somebody else dressed in a different way so you've got that sort of visual point of reference but on audio we've, we've, we've got to separate them very clearly so people know who's speaking so it was important I think with this one to make sure that we had lots of Spanish voices to contrast the fact that uh, Newman is English so so you think this is something to do with what happened last night that monster thing mm, a bit of a coincidence otherwise shall we take a look try and stop me that's the one. Yeah, that Thank you. Oh, Ace is always doing a bit of flirting. I think this is, um, yeah, this is not serious flirting. This one, but there, you know, there is a bit of bit of flirtation going on there. I think uh, she she was used to, didn't she? In the TV series, there were always people who she was she'd fall madly in love with the wrong man. And you've got Remembrance of the Daleks, and there's Mike, who she immediately falls for, and they. You know, they have a bit of a flirtatious time. And then so it goes on from there. And then Curse of Fenric, and you've got the Captain Sorin character. They all end up bad, don't they? Poor old Ace. I'm Tom Alexander, and I'm playing Felipe and Luis. For Felipe, he's sort of more you're, you're a straight man sort of soldier kind of thing, so I, I just try to give him kind of a, a sort of more neutral sort of Spanish accent kind of thing. He only has a couple of lines, but with Luis, with him being a sufferer of leprosy, I was trying to give a sense of him being a little bit diminutive. Times are hard and bellies are empty. But do you like toast? Yes. I mean it. He can have my toast. And mine. Wait here. We have few supplies, but we'll spare what we can. I'll help you, Juan. You are all very kind. But the kind? I know. It is there. Oh, well, trust you to take the credit. You would say you sent them, wouldn't you? Who are you talking to? Hmm? Oh, our lord, of course. I've got into the habit. No one else seems to listen. Quite. Very nice, thank you. Well done. 
when I first read the script, uh, I, I love the straight up the reference uh, Juan Romero being the uh, the leader of the uh, uh, the rebels. Obviously, with the story being uh, about a somewhat zombie kind of tale kind of thing, uh, but with a, a nice Doctor Who twist on it sort of thing. It was a lot of fun, I have to say, when I first got the script and uh, started reading it. Obviously, it's firstly interesting because of the John Romero connection kind of thing, but also uh, then having read through the characters, particularly Luis, uh, the, the leper who I play in the sort of latter half of the script, just fantastic, fantastic little character parts kind of thing. And uh, he's got some brilliant, brilliant scenes, not to reveal anything, but he gets uh, a fantastic bit of redemption towards the end of it. So uh, it's, it's been a pleasure to do. It's been really good fun. I'm Owen Aronovich and I play Antonio Ferrando. My character is the mayor of a small town in Spain, which has managed to avoid it up till now the, uh, the, the horrors of war, but he's aware of it. And my character, Antonio Ferrando, has lost his son already and he's embittered to some extent because he's lost his son, he hates war, and he knows that his town, his small town, can't avoid forever. Um, the encroaching war, and he's, you know, he's, 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 he's worried about that. We are rolling, and... That creature, I don't begin to understand it. It was something from hell. Hell. I spent the last few years there, my friend, and I saw nothing like that. What have you brought to my town? Fantastic. I think that works a treat. I'm happy. I'm happy to move on if you're happy to move on. Okay, yeah. In which case you can both take a break for the minute. <laughs> well done, thank you. The Spanish accent is a really tricky one. Uh, it's the thing I find the most difficult to cast. I don't know why it is. There are fewer people with Spanish on their CVs on Spotlight when you when you start to trawl around for casting. Finding people who can actually do it confidently, as in come in for two days, sight read some things because there are lots of, of Spanish wild tracks, Spanish voices that we had to pick up in the wild tracks of this one. So I needed people who were going to be really, really confident and, and very comfortable with the Spanish accent. And it, and it was tricky. It was a really tricky find. It, was, it always is with Spanish. I don't know why it is, but it always is. I tend to try and find people who have the Spanish language on their CV as well. But the bizarre thing is sometimes people who can't speak Spanish actually deliver a much richer Spanish accent for some reason. And I think it's because they're not fixating on correct pronunciation and dialect. I think that's why. I'm not sure. But it's always handy also to have people in the studio who can speak Spanish and uh, Owen was one of those on, uh, on this occasion. Because for very specific words, and we do in this play have one or two very specific words, it's nice to get a bearing on how it would accurately sound in order for us to then do the, the work we need to do. And, and we needed to specifically with this one because people's, there, there's, there's a, a running gag where people slightly get the word wrong, and so we needed to know accurately what the word should be in order for us to play that correctly. Well, luckily, I lived in Spain for, for about a year, and I speak a bit of Spanish, so it's just a matter of kind of like, you know, getting the right vowel sounds and the consonant sounds, and uh, but not kind of over-egging it too much, so you don't sound like Speedy Gonzales. What exactly do you know? The future. That's the trouble with history. It's already been written. The Republicans lose, you mean? Yes, they do. Badly. And here we are. Getting involved, as always. As always. Well, I think that works a treat. Very well done. I'm delighted to be 
part of EastEnders and some of the wonderful part of it is that I have flexibility in my schedule. Some of the awful part of it is that I have flexibility in my schedule because it means I can never say to you whether I'm available to do these or not. But on this occasion, it's worked perfectly that um, by sheer chance I've been able to uh, come in and do Doctor Who. But today is a peculiar day because I'm doing both on one day, so I'm really schizophrenic. But that's nice. That's you know, it's what we do. Sometimes it, it gets the juices flowing and. Uh, it's a blast. Scheduling always starts with the availability of the leads. And we knew that we, um, Bonnie's availability was tricky because she's in EastEnders at the moment. And it turned out that we didn't have her Tuesday afternoon, the, the afternoon of the second day of recording. So that, that's, sort of, that's always my starting point for scheduling. And then from there, I sort of work out what I can and can't do. And it just turned out with this one, actually with both of the, the, the first two stories in the trilogy, but with, with Fiesta of the Damned, it, it turned out that the most sensible way of doing it was to have everybody in both days and pretty much to work through chronologically and I know we've done that once or twice in the past but it doesn't happen that often and it's quite a nice way of doing it I do worry sometimes that it means people are doing a lot of sort of sitting around they might be in a few scenes at the very beginning and then have a big gap and and suddenly appear for the last couple of scenes at the end of the play but um, the nice thing is it's a great atmosphere here and the the, the green room's a nice comfortable and cosy place for people to, to sort of sit and have a chat and catch up while other people are in the studio working so it sort of worked on the basis that everybody we had in just just all got on like a house on fire and seemed to be enjoying themselves
Thank you.